I taped it down because it kept catching on the door, and I couldn't close my refrigerator door. So that's why there's no light in my refrigerator. It's not because I'm white trash. That's only part of it. That's fair. Okay, we we have time about how we need we need to find somewhere else to record. This yeah, is getting bad. Like, but before we do that, guys, welcome to serious shit where we seriously don't talk about shit. My name is Vincent Herman on sort of my podcast known as Vin the Human. James Odom. Alpha Spectre is looking at his phone as he does when he usually ignores what we're recording because he's so fucking popular. Look, <laughs> I'm handling a business. I, I'm like running a small <laughs> circus. I've got midgets. It's like there's a whole thing going on here. Well, I'm the Batman. So, yeah. But you're wearing the Superman shirt. Top to that. Well, I'm a big fan. <laughs> Wait, uh, that's not right. Travis Herman, Dr. T. Neal will be joining us, maybe, hopefully in the middle of this podcast. I don't know. You might just like, uh, say, Did you not. shut the door? No, the wind closed it. Oh, shit. Um, anyways, yeah, he'll he'll probably be popping in during this recording. But yeah, we, we got to find somewhere else to record because tonight, of all the like, it's never this bad. Usually, like, sometimes there's a motorcycle in the background or a shitty like, fucking muffler. I was going to say, sometimes it's a motorcycle, maybe a car or two, diesel truck, something. Tonight, maybe it's a were, beer cracking. That's normal. But tonight... We we wow. have fireworks. Jesus, we've had like oh dozens yeah. of cars. There's no avoiding it. I think like I may leave the fireworks on SMP. There's so much editing I have to do on that. I'm yeah. not excited. Like for once, I'm not excited to fucking like, edit. Those fireworks went off, and in the middle of us recording, I walked outside prepared to yell at people. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But I didn't see. It, I mean, we're fucking weeks out from, like, as of recording this, like, probably even farther when this gets uploaded, but weeks, weeks out from 4th of July. Almost three weeks. And five huge ones, so fucking close we could see the light shining across our street. Like, it, you know, it's it night up the street. Like yeah, it, it lit up the fucking street. It was ridiculous, but uh, yeah, it's getting bad, man. But here's the thing, like you know, like you have to send girls away every time. Yeah, you'd have to send the girls away every time. Like you know, we we'd have to make special accommodations at your house. And Bob's sons were probably uh, were part of the problem with recording his. There was talks of that we would uh, record in his like shed. Yeah, his man cave. That would be hotter thing. than it would be in here. Right, but I mean, still, it would have been a thing like quiet and shit. Like, I mean, we're, we're already fucking burning up as it is, so why yeah. not? But, I mean, it was it was still an option, but, you know, he never got a hold of us to help him clean it up or anything like that. Now it's finally raining. Yeah, now it's, it's raining. Finally raining. I don't know if you'll hear that in the back. I kind of hope not, but you Probably might. not. Because uh, we got to keep a window open, like, just to but, breathe in this you know, like, me and Tiff are looking, at a, looking to get a house here soon. Yeah. But, I mean, even getting a house, that's like... A three to four month process. Yeah, and I mean, you have your nerd room, but recording in that is problematic too because we can't. I mean, you have an air conditioner in there, but we can't have that on. Right. Yeah, so I mean, like, might as well, if we want noise in the background, might as well just film here or record here. Well, I don't know. Like, it it becomes like 
how much noise versus how cool you want to be. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, we, we got to figure something out. Maybe, mm. maybe Travis's apartment. He's got an air conditioner as well. Like, it, but then, like, we have to deal with, like, it, you know, his, his girlfriend coming in after she gets off work. Uh, so, I, it's just, it's problems everywhere you look. The only yeah. place that really works out as far as, like, there's so few problems is my place. And and the problems are getting worse. This is the like again. This is the busiest fucking Saturday we've ever had. Like cars everywhere. You're gonna hear them during this for the sure. The only thing that we could really do would be change rooms. Yeah, I mean we could record upstairs. Maybe but it's hotter upstairs. We, we might be able to. In the work. kitchen. It's hotter in the kitchen. But yeah, like we I could, mean, it'd be a better we option. We could set up a system of. Fans for the kitchen? No, we. I mean, we might as well put the fan on in here if we're gonna do well, that. Well, no, I mean, like we could put the fan in the window, and then we could set one up like in the oh, back part of the me. living room to the blow into the kitchen, but not like right at the kitchen door. The fan in the window only does so much for the kitchen, so even like doing that, it might make the kitchen a little better, but no better than it's been in this room while we've been recording today. Well then, yeah. Then why not record in the kitchen? Like we're away from the. <laughs> sure, room. why not? You know, I'm down. I, we could try it on the next recording date for sure. I'm, I'm in. Shit, we, we can set up a fan like like the Harley Quinn right above the computer there. Right, right. There is. Uh, I have. Uh, I've done a little remodel. There's going to be more. I've done a little decorating in the sort of my studios here, and uh, right above where we're recording, right above the the laptop, is a Harley Quinn Twi'lek crossover picture slave Leia costume thing, and it's awesome. And I love it. And it's there, and I'm keeping it there. <laughs> you gotta. Uh oh. What. I just noticed something on this picture. I think I think I might take it down because I don't like it. The the boobs are off center. Like look at that. Look at the right one. The under boob. The under boob is so far. Oh down. my god. It's so weird. That maybe you could argue because she's got one one shoulder up. The the opposite shoulder is up, so maybe you could argue that it's like, you know, her torso's at an angle. Yeah, but like then like the the bra Thing should be like yeah. more like this instead of almost side by side. Well, uh, you could also be argue it because, can be a life belt angle. Well, you could also argue that uh, <laughs> life belt angle. You could also argue that the bikini is metal, so it doesn't move like a regular bikini, and maybe it stayed in the same place, but her body moved. That is the most believable argument. All right, I'm gonna go with that because I do like this. I mean, I spent fucking twenty dollars on it. God. I gotta do it. Well, yeah, it was at a fucking convention. Where at? Trekon? I think this was Fandom Fest. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, if you would have gotten one of us to buy prints with you, it probably would have went down to like seven or eight bucks. Oh, uh, well, we were we were still new at that time. We were. Fandom, yeah, we I were mean, still granted, new to go I bought convention. the most badass set of turtle prints at Fandom oh, Fest. They're, yeah, they're so cool. They're like, they've been a living room piece of his forever. And I got all five of them for 20 bucks. Yes. So. Uh, Turtles and Splinter. Yeah. Yeah. They look great. Uh, you know, like. You know what isn't great? Fucking all of our celebrities are dying again. Right? Like. Plus George now, Romero. He was on the, we talked about him on the podcast and, on SMP. Like, and now like we're losing so many of our, our like musical talent that we grew up on. 
Like yeah. first we, lo- we lost Chris Cornell. Not we lost Chris ago. Cornell. Did we talk about him on? We talked about him on. I think we talked about him on serious shit. Yeah, but like the yeah. thing, and the the sad thing about it is, like Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington were friends. Yeah, yeah again, you know, like no clever lead-in. Yeah, we're talking about Chester Bennington. At this, like at the point this gets uploaded, it's probably like old old news, like. So like most people have stopped listening to the thirty Linkin Park songs they put on their MP3s. If that's what and the kids are still using these, days. <laughs> like on, like for most, me, it would be an MP3. Most people's like Spotify and YouTube, yeah, and like Pandora. And all they'll that. forgotten like, about the that Park's phasing like, out now. But but, but me, like I already had Linkin Park on my on my phone to yeah. listen to. I already had the Linkin Park station on Pandora. And it, like, we've been listening to them since the beginning. Oh, like, that was our generation. As soon as they music. came out, yeah. they were... I remember like, Reanimation. You brought Reanimation oh, into yeah. my... Like, I already had Hybrid Theory well encompassed into my world, and then you brought Reanimation in. And I was like... At first, I was like, this is the weirdest fucking thing ever. But then I couldn't stop thinking about the Crawling remix and the In the oh, End yeah. remix. Like, uh, it grew on me real it, quick. And, and that's what they do. Like, And that's what Linkin Park has always done. They always change their sound from album to album. They were my first soundboard band. Like with yeah. the Mr. Hyde, uh, oh, uh, all yeah. of his. It was the first shit. time I ever really did, like that. That one track on Hybrid Theory. Now introducing Mr. Hyde. Yeah, that was the oh, first yeah. time I ever really got into anything like that, and it was it was good. It, like because up to that point, it was like all '90s alternative bands and yeah. shit. So but, like these guys. And especially, like, the voice of Chester Bennington. They, oh, perfect thing we could say. They influenced a generation of music. They really did. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Well, and then, like, I I read this statement from David Draymond of Disturbed, and it it almost made me tear up. Like, I finished reading, I'm like, holy shit. It it was like a a tale of his first encounters with Chester Bennington. Like, some, some... Fun poking back and forth between, but like the very first time, Lincoln Park opened up for Disturb, and, and David Draymond heard them and went out, watched them from the side of the stage, went back to their dressing room. And he's like, "Guys, we gotta step up our game because these guys are, are fucking good." <laughs> for some reason, that makes me think of Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story, and like every every show where he's following someone, he's like, "How are we gonna beat that?" Like, I can just imagine David Draymond he's standing there with all of Disturbed. He's like, how are we going to follow that? <laughs> you know, we, we watched a video right before we recorded. Um, like, I listened to it earlier today, and we watched it again. And, and you can you can see, like, Chester's been struggling with some mental issues. Yeah, he talks about how now. he said it, it's been there his entire life. Stuff. He talks about how it's been there, like, since he was young, since the beginning. Yeah, and you know, he even made the comment, you know, this time last year he was an absolute mess. Says on the on the outside, he's in he's just in Lincoln Park. That's it. But like outside of Lincoln Park, outside of the shows and all that stuff, he's you know he's Chester. Yeah, he he's just he's a guy. He's a dad. He's a, a friend. He's a husband. All that. And yeah, you know, and, and there's a a lot you know, goes into all that, but, you know, hearing him talk about his struggles and all that, 
you know. Yeah, and I mean, we we it was heartbreaking after after that video. We won't say specifically because, like, it, it, oh wow, oh wow, I just noticed serious shit actually got serious, right? Wow, uh, it took us six. Uh, this this would probably be the seventh episode. Mm-hmm. Took us seven episodes, but we finally got serious. And it was after after we watched that video, and I won't say what because you know it's the personal information on uh, for you more yeah. than for me, but also some personal information about me and stuff. We had a very serious conversation about the effect this has on people's lives. And oh yeah, the decisions they make based on that, whether it's medication or counseling and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like it hits home, and, and the thing is, stuff like this hits home for a lot of people. But a lot of people don't know how to deal with it. They don't know how to bring it up. They don't know how to figure shit out. Yeah, and now now this is my personal opinion. I'm not saying this is a blanket thing. This is just how I see things, is that there was a time when people got the fuck over it. Yeah. Like, if it was so minuscule that they could talk themselves out of it in their head, they, they could get the fuck over it and it'd be like maybe a year or two before it ever came up for them again and shit. It was so low grade. Yeah. Now, things like bipolar and manic depressive, which which is bipolar. Yeah. Most people don't realize that. They, like it, I, I feel like it's been separated now. No. They're, but they're they the same fucking hand. thing. Yeah. It's passed out like candy. Like fucking ADHD. It's well, the like, exact same diagnosis as it, it. Well, no, not the same diagnosis, but it's passed out the exact same way as that diagnosis. Like everyone has depression. Everyone, everyone has bipolar. With like yeah. almost all of the servers, they all say that they have some kind of depression or anxiety yeah. in one form or another. And literally everyone you know has the fucking quip that they like to make, like, "Oh, it's just my ADHD." But you don't fucking have ADHD. Just lazy. Yeah, or like. <laughs> You know, my anxiety is getting the best of me, or it's like, you know, I just, I have anxiety. Like, no, you're just being a little bitch. Anxiousness is, like, see, basic, that's what people don't get. Basic emotions are basic emotions. Yeah. When you get sad, you're allowed to get sad. It's when the sadness is so overwhelming, overwhelming, and it, it literally feels like a weight on you. Like, if you no. get up out of bed, like, you will die. That's the thing, yeah. is, like, when stuff like this hits, it doesn't feel like there's a weight on you. You are physically sore. You, yes. It hurts yeah, it, you it, it becomes move. It becomes a thing where... It becomes just, a physical ailment. And it's just every thought you have is, like, self-deprecating and just destructive yeah and anything like you can try and think of anything but for some reason it always just comes right back to whatever's really wrong yeah and even sometimes it's something that's not wrong with you and you can tell yourself like this isn't a problem like get the fuck over it and yet still like by the end of that day you you get to that place and that's that's where some substance abuse can come from oh yeah like i mean I like I'll say at least this much on the podcast. Like, there's a reason I I have a drinking problem to a yeah. point. Like I the, my kids have always been a source of uh, focus for me. Like if it involves them, I can I can make myself do the right thing. So when it comes to drinking, I never drink when I'm around them. I never really need to because they're a source of light. Yeah. But when they're gone, it's it's a different subject. Mm-hmm. So. 
But coming from my perspective, again, I will not go into the deepest parts of it. But yeah, uh, yeah, it's just it just seems like everyone's got bipolar. Everyone's got like these problems, and everyone's about to kill themselves. But no, like so many people just aren't. Was, so many like, people just can't deal. Yeah, like, and like I said, there's people that I work with. They're like, God, I just want to go home and kill myself. Yeah, and I'm like. No, no, you fucking no, don't. No, you don't. Not like, yet. if you legitimately wanted to do that, you wouldn't be here today. Like, you would have called off. You wouldn't have been able to get out of bed. You wouldn't have been able to move. Right. Because every thought of moving scares you because of what you might do with that next step. Exactly. And, yeah, again, I'm coming from a place where I, I've had to call off work. It's been rare. And in my job, you can't do that. Yeah. Not too much without getting fired. So I risked getting fired a couple times because I just didn't matter to me for a moment. Yeah, it's it's not something to be taken lightly. And and it pisses me off when I see articles about, like, Chester, like, this new report says Chester was murdered. And literally every suicide case, that fucking report gets made. Uh, it's murdered. A, no. Could be a potential murder. No. Come the fuck you know, on, guys. Like, like, you know, what is this? This is like mass Hollywood hanging murderer. Like, and honestly, we've only had two. Robin Williams and, and Chester well, Bennington. Chris Cornell. Chris Cornell was hanging? I'm sorry. Okay, I did, like, I didn't remember that. Or maybe I didn't. I, I feel like I would have remembered that. I don't think I knew. No, like, and the thing really, is, yeah, if you, like, if, and, if there was some sort of, like, murder conspiracy... Robin Williams, then two musicians from the 90s, like yeah. most popular from the 90s and early 2000s. Like, seriously, like, that's a weird conspiracy. You can, uh, you can hear, like, Chester has dealt with problems for a while. Like, you can yeah. hear that in lyrics. Well, yeah, and, and the first song, and, and that's why I brought it up on my phone. You'd be, you'd it's like, the yeah, you know, same one that, that I've been thinking the about. The first song, like, because I did what a lot of fans did do. Like, I'm, like again, the shit was already, I already had it. Yeah. Some of it was on my phone and regularly listened to. This song wasn't one of them, but uh, I put all of my Linkin Park songs in one playlist, and I just listened to them, like, throughout the day. And the very first one that came up was Shadow of the Day. And you can, it, it was so, so ironic because it's kind of a goodbye letter or kind of a, like, love letter to someone who may have killed themselves. Uh, to, oh! And look who fucking shows up in time for yeah. the serious part of the right? shit. <laughs> like, the very first time we ever get serious, he comes in when we I don't get most serious stuff. Ah, shit. Well, well you're going to have to deal with this. We're, we're talking about, about our old buddy, Chester. And, uh, and, and, okay, so what we were talking about, Shadow of the Day, we brought it up. Like, we've, we've gotten pretty deep into this already. I have some uh, info you guys might not have heard. Uh, do you want to say it might have happened while we were doing all this? But uh, yeah, there's an investigation going on on him and Chris are, Cornell's death. We already talked about that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah this yeah. is the first time I was hearing. Yeah, that. yeah. The, the chances of these being murders are highly unlikely because, like, Robin Williams also hung himself. It's 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 That's kind the, of a, a crapshoot way out. Okay, like it could last a moment, but more than likely, it's it's a snap of the neck. And Depending done. on how you do it. Yeah. Now, because the thing is, Robin Williams, he hung himself, but he died of asphyxiation. Yeah. So his lasted like he Damn. he left this world tortured. Maybe. Like maybe. Like again, you know, like 
Granted, I've never. He knew. It, I mean, it, yeah, and he knew this was him taking the way out. So after a moment of realizing what was going on, maybe he took that time to to ponder on things or like think back on his life. Or I don't know what exactly was going on in his head. Yeah. But, but damn, that's some deep thoughts. Yeah. Sorry, I've never yeah. really thought about the asphyxiation version of hanging yourself before and what might like happen in your brain, but damn, I just did. When, <laughs> someone, when someone had just told me about the investigation and stuff, I was like, I feel like this is just another thing that uh, it, 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 it's it spurred media. up because of people talking about every it. Time, yeah, media. We, like, media. we literally just said it, every time this I happens. I feel like it was feeding off my own paranoia that too many people were dying with this because I was like, what if there's a link? You know, I was just talking I mean, about it one day. Like, uh, can you think of any other three than those two music- musicians and Robin Williams? No. Yeah. There's no conspiracy here, yeah. for sure. <laughs> Anyways, we were talking about how Shadow of the Day was the first song to come. And I made this post on Facebook. It was the first song to come up after I put all of my uh, Linkin Park songs on shuffle. And everything I have is alphabetical. So, you know, this wasn't like the first thing in line. So Shadow of the Day came up and it was extremely ironic and appropriate because the very first verse here is, I closed both the locks below the window. I closed both blinds and turn away. Sometimes solutions aren't so simple because sometimes goodbye is the only way. And the sun will set for you. This goes into the, the chorus. And the sun will set for you. And the shadow of the day will embrace the world in gray, and the sun will set for you. And that's the way, I mean, that's, that's a suicide note, like more yeah, or less, right like there, yeah. And, and uh, the thing about this song is, it's older. It's like, I want to say this is like 2011, 2012. Um, damn, I just read the second verse. And yeah. Yeah, like, like, I mean, yeah, this whole thing is a fucking suicide letter. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like I said, you know, you can tell that he's been been dealing with these issues for years. Wasn't was he the main writer? or Was it both him and uh, him, and, him and Mike were both writers for Lincoln yeah. Park? But I know, like, I'm pretty sure Chester was more heavy handed in the writing than Mike was. Yeah, <clears throat> especially in the. Uh... Well, I wouldn't say more in the beginning. I feel like Chester's became more prevalent in the music because Mike yeah. Mike Shinoda's had a lot of side projects. Yeah, I think yeah. I think Mike was more so in the beginning because you could see how much more prevalent Mike was in the earlier music. Yeah. Versus now he's just a lot of backup vocals and keyboards. And, and I mean that, like that. that started from uh, the mid two thousand. Like I mean where yeah. where he was always, like he was movies. always appearing on these other like songs and stuff well, then four he, minor he, I was four minor yeah four minor was a thing yeah yeah but yeah we uh we lost we lost a hell of, a hell of a writer and and musician yeah, i mean we uh, we lost another i wanted to say teenage years i wanted to Definitely. say singer but if we're being realistic like he was a screamer <laughs> Oh no, he yeah, yeah, he sang. I mean, does he sing like like? This, oh, he yeah. sang this entire sang song. Yes. Oh wow! Like sometimes, like, shut up when I'm talking to you. Yeah, that's him. I don't know. Maybe it's hard for me to differentiate between him and Mike when they're singing. Because Mike only yeah. sings. <laughs> yeah. Mike sings. Mike and raps. sings and raps. Yeah. And oh yeah. Sure. He Chester sang and, and screams. Yeah. yeah. He rocks. But, you know, we'll move on. As far as we know, we're going to wake up tomorrow and keep going on with our lives. 
and you know we we are mostly unaffected by this but you i mean know, yeah in our in our day to day you know it'll be okay our, our, our thoughts and good vibes and all that go out to you know the guys of lincoln park his family his <clears throat> wife his he had kids. kids man he had yeah. six kids, kids. Yeah. Six. did you guys see where uh, people uh, it was more of like a meme post but uh, someone was like Look at this piece of shit who kills himself when he's got six kids. And obviously, whoever made that didn't know what the fuck they no, were I mean, about. you want to know who said that? Who? You want to know who called him a, a pussy for taking the coward's way out? The guitarist from Corn. Yeah, that's fuck right. Corn. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I forgot who it was. Yep. But, um, I saw okay. that. I like a lot so, of So, all right. Uh, with, with, like, saying the coward's way out, like, I never really considered it the coward's way out. Um, it takes a lot of money. I don't, I don't think... Yeah, yeah, it takes a lot. Yeah. I don't think it's ever the right decision, but at the same time, I can see where the decision comes from. Yeah. At the same time, when you have kids, when you have that many kids, like just one kid. Yeah. In in my opinion, is is reason enough? Like even trains. <laughs> For fuck's sake! When I pulled in, I didn't want my uh. Brake pads and be squeaking through the window like. <laughs> so I was like, oh, shit, I was just mad. Like, it was, it's, it's so fucking serious. And then trains. Uh, yeah, fuck you too. <laughs> Anyways, oh god. Anyway, yeah. So, shit. Where was my mind at? <laughs> like, yeah. No, when you have kids, like you know, before that decision, anyone should think about the people left behind. And if it's still a good decision to you after that. Like, I understand, but anytime you have kids, especially if you're an active part of their life, and you think about them before you do it, there's no way you can reasonably make that decision. And maybe his mind wasn't there. Maybe he didn't think about the kids. I'm not saying, like, I'm not trying to shit on him, but he did have kids. He did. Like, there was... It is shitty. It is shitty that he did that to those kids, in a way. Yeah. And again, this is not me discounting his reasons it's not me saying that he's a piece of shit it's just saying that like that is one really shitty part of his action yeah like the the decision he made has this really shitty effect and yeah those kids won't necessarily be the same oh no because of this so yeah like half of this dude's opinion is is right and the other half is just blind so yeah, oh guys, shit. I don't like. Shit got serious. It got serious. serious shit. Honestly, I don't see us like taking this anywhere else. Like, I... no more high points. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, let's let's sign off on this one. We maybe have some more recording ahead of us. Anyways, my name is Vincent Herman the Human, James Hodel, Alpha Specter, and joining us in the tail end, last about last minute. Travis Herman, Dr. T. Neal. Thank you for joining us on Serious Shits. Um, I said all the spiel at the the social media shit at the beginning, right? I think so. Yeah, all right. Just do that. Whatever. (laughs) Goodbye. Oh, we don't have an outro. Travis. (laughs)